Is Clemson Tigers running back Will Shipley a top five running back in college football? Over the, the crew over at College Football Network certainly think so. What are my thoughts? I'll give them to you next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network as well as part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. And guys, I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for joining me. Thank you for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday, when I drop these episodes. Man, y'all are not just my Clemson Tiger family, but you're my every single day. And I have a good show for you guys. College Football Network has Will Shipley listed as not just a top five running back, but the best running back on the Clemson Tigers depth chart and roster. I'll talk about how I, if I agree or disagree. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got our eyes on the lead, guys. Is this the year, year three for Trevor Lawrence? Is he going to have that true breakout season from start to finish? We're going to discuss it. And, of course, on the prowl, four-star defensive lineman just uh, visited Clemson and got an offer. Let's get into it. But before we do that, let's give a quick shout-out. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college, and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Will Shipley, top five running back in college football. And, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of people be like, well, DP, that's not something that you should ask, right? Guys, I'm trying, I want, I love Will Shipley, but I'm telling you right now, the landscape, and I'm not talking about just draft eligible guys, but the landscape of the actual position of, of running back in college football. Oh, it's plentiful. It is so much talent it, across the country, across the board, not just in the ACC, right? You got the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, like all of them. You know what I mean? Like Big 12, Marshall has a guy on this list in the top 10. Like there are so many talented ball carriers. So, all right, so college, So I want to get into it. College Football Network, shout out to my guy, my guys, Ali and Joe over there. You know, big, you know, big fans of those guys. Those are my dudes. Uh, do great work. You know, definitely go check them out. Um, and I'll drop the article in the uh, – for those who want to read it, um, if you're a college, just a pure college football fan, I'll drop the article in the YouTube description. But, yes, so, uh, you know, they what they did is they, they ranked over 100 running backs, and they, they basically ranked guys, you know – First of all, I started with <clears throat> being the best back on your team. So, you know, they, they ranked the, the top back on their they, they put whoever's the top back in their opinion of that team, they put them, you know, as the top back, and then they ranked them based off of that, right? And that's what you saw, you know, when, when you look at this list. Like I said, I, and I'm going to go from, like, just the top ten. I'll read it off to you guys really quickly. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, it is – to the top of this because I says it's a it's a long article, uh. But like I said, Will Shipley came in at five. So at number one, um, it's, it's some surprises for me because I, I know a lot of these guys. For me, this, number one is not really a true surprise. Nicholas Singleton, Nick Singleton from Penn State, freshman phenom last year, just bursted onto the scene. 
six foot two twenty eight. You know, just a complete another baller. Um, you know, he's already going to be compared, of course, to a former Penn State player who's a star in the league, and that's Saquon Barkley. This young man, you know, uh, Nick Singleton was an absolute monster last year, and you know, shout out to his teammate. You know, Kayshawn Allen, like both of them, two young freshmen that came on the scene with uh, with with full ferocity, like power, speed, all of it. Right. Number two, this one caught me off guard. Oregon's Bucky Irving came in at number two. I really like Bucky. Um, I, I said it on the lock. I think I said it on the Locked On NFL Draft uh, podcast. I think Bucky Irving's gonna be this year's Tajay Spears uh, for those NFL Draft fans. You know, that's that's listening. Number three was SEC Ole Miss. You know, another freshman. Uh, well, he's a sophomore now, but Quishon Judkins, a guy that took the job, you know, as a, as a freshman, over fifteen hundred yards rushing, I believe, um, and, and over, I think he had sixteen or more touchdowns. Kid was an absolute stud for the old for 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 Lane Kiffin, the old Miss. Uh, number four, Arkansas's Raheem Rocket Sanders. That's my – if he wasn't in the top five, I wouldn't have a problem with this list. Raheem is just big, physical, and he's fast. Like, he he does everything, you know, over 1,400 yards. Like, just – and he can catch the ball in the backfield as well. So, very talented. And, of course, number five, Will Shipley. They got him over uh, Phil Maffa as the top back, you know, the former five-star recruit. We're going to talk about Will Shipley in a second. Number six, uh <clears throat> ACC brethren, Trey Brent Benson, big physical running back from Florida State. Number seven is Mayan Williams from Ohio State, which means they have him listed over Travion Henderson. I think that's a miss. Travion is, is, is better in my opinion. Rasheen Ali from Marshall at number eight. And uh, we have Frank Gore Jr. Yes, I know what you're thinking. You are old. Um, because it's Frank Gore's son uh, from Southern Miss uh, at number nine, and then Blake Corm from Michigan at ten. And and when I look at this list, right, and it's, it's, it's definitely the parameters of it. It's based off of you know who, because for me, I would say I've watched Will Shipley and uh, Trevion Henderson. I think Henderson is a little better, a um, little more explosive, more dynamic. Uh, also, in my opinion, a little bit more elusive as well. Uh, got better long speed. This is a 4-4 guy. Uh, also, you know, he's very talented receive, receiving back. They just don't throw it to him. Unlike Will Shipley, who does get, you know, his targets. And Travion is a former, uh, actual former receiver. He played receiver uh, in high school as well. So I think like that, you know, but the fact of the matter is Mayan was over Travion. You know what I mean? So like that, that's what makes it a little sticky because Travion's not on the list because you know, my guys over at College Football Network believe that Mayan Williams uh, was the better back of the two. And I do disagree, respectfully. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it, and so I, I would say, you know, Trevion Henderson uh, should be there. If he's on this list, to me, he's 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 in that top five. He, he To me, he, like for the NFL draft, he's my RB1 right now, right? And then you got the guy who um, a lot of people love, <clears throat> and I'm surprised that he was lower, because of just the, the the buzz around him and how people love big body physical backs. That's Braylon Allen from Wisconsin. So uh, I, I definitely have Will Shipley over Braylon. Um, you know, and I like Braylon, but Will just does more. He he gives me more bang for my buck, um, and, and I don't have to scheme that. He's, I don't have to give him a lot of runways. He can create uh, better for himself than what a um, uh, Braylon Allen can do. Another ACC, uh, well, not ACC, but um, you know, uh, Audric Estime from Notre Dame, who you know a lot of ACC teams typically play. 
uh, it seems like from year to year, you know, Notre Dame, he made the list in the top 15. Uh, bowling ball, squatty back, 5'11", 227. So the, the, I'm telling you guys, the running back, Jaquez Hunter, uh, Tank Bigsby's gone from Auburn. It's a Jaquez Hunter's uh, job now. And <clears throat> I'm expecting him, <clears throat> excuse me, to ball out. Um, you know, with uh, with with uh, Hugh Freeze's offense, and I think they still kept Cadillac Williams uh, on the staff as well as the assistant head coach, um, you know, and everything. But when, when you look at Will Shipley, yeah, I mean, for in terms of how this list is is created and, and the, the the context with it, yeah, I have no problem with him being top five. You know, what I mean, he, to me, he's a top five back in the into the NFL draft class. I think he's absolutely top five. You know, what I mean, to, but when you look at what these freshmen, you know, Judkins from Ole Miss, <clears throat> especially uh, Nicholas Singleton from Penn State, like when you got when you have those type of guys in the seasons they had on just bursting onto the scene, like these are some talented dudes. And then at the same time, I think with, with the body types too. Um, and the power and everything, like they're going to have more of the physical advantage over a Will Shipley, where Shipley's going to bring you more versatility in the passing game. You can split them out wide, and I think that's something that I'm expecting to see a little bit more, and I'm hoping to see a little bit more with with uh, Garrett Rowley's offense is getting him more and more involved in in the passing game, and you know, because at the end of the day, when you when when you can't when you're not utilizing your running backs into their full capacity, like Ohio State. With Trevion Henderson, um, it just basically all, only thing you're telling the defense is you're tipping your 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 tipping your cap to them, you know, and you're just like, well, yeah, we're not throwing it to the to the back, you know what I mean? And and it makes it that much more predictable. So I think that's that's the that's kind of the big thing for me is that like just continuing to use Will Shipley in a way the where defenses can't really predict what's going to hit them. And then also his ability as a receiver out of the backfield is absolutely going to help the young quarterback, which is Kay Klebnik. So, uh, you know, I mean, I think that that is a very um, important piece. But, guys, you're talking about important pieces, man. Former Clemson great, right? Multiple playoff trips, knocked, you know, blew out, you know, Alabama, you know, for national title. We're going to take our eyes to the league. We're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence. Is there a breakout year loading? We're going to discuss that. Coming up next. Guys, trying to find pants and or shorts that fit well, they're comfortable, flexible, and versatile is not easy. I can tell you from personal experience. But bird dogs make me look good, so they're going to help you look good. They have stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg and give you a truly sculpted look, especially for my guys that hit the leg day in the gym. Uh, their shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit better. So that's that's a plus. Not only do they fit better than Lululemon, but they fit better than the regular shorts that we're accustomed to that use restricting cotton. And that's because they use a clout knit fabric that looks just like khaki shorts, but they stretch better. They fit way slimmer without sacrificing movement. And I love the anti-stink and sweat wicking fabric that keeps me cool all day Long. Just go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And you when you put the promo code in locked on college, you get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You will not want to take off your bird dogs, I promise you. Eyes on the league. Trevor Lawrence, step up to the plate, man. And, and I know some people may look and be like, DP. Breakout? I thought Trevor broke out last year. I mean, statistically, he he had a much better season than his than his first. Right, his first year in the league, over six hundred attempts, less than sixty percent completion, thirty six hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, seventeen interceptions. He was not good. 
You know what I mean? That was one. And I, I don't believe he threw his first touchdown to like midseason. That was one of the worst rookie performances I saw I've seen from a quarterback. But, you know, there were some circumstances, right? Of course, the elephant in the room, that was Urban Meyer, who should have never been the coach. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't take the weird things you do in college and take it to grown men in the NFL. It just doesn't work that way. But nonetheless, uh, getting Doug Peterson, who was a um, Super Bowl winning head coach, right? And he was able to get – like you, you ever like heard the term like squeezing the the fruit, getting getting the last bit of juice out of a fruit? That's what he did with Carson Wentz. That's what he did with Nick Foles. This man is a, a quarterback savant, if you ask me, because that situation clearly was not great. Uh, but he was able to still win a Super Bowl, right? So you look at what he what Trevor Lawrence did. You know, just his first year with him, over sixty, a little, little over sixty six percent completion percentage, uh, f- over forty one hundred yards uh, passing, seven yards. Uh, seven yards per attempt is only one yard more than 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 his his uh, first year. Twenty five touchdowns, so thirteen more, and then it was like nine less interceptions. So he had eight. Uh, you know, and and this is a, he he back to back years of thirty, um, over thirty drops if I'm not mistaken. So they got to catch the ball a little bit better over there in Jacksonville and Duval County. But I do believe that our the big six six, two hundred and twenty pound, big arm quarterback is due for a breakout, man. I, I think. Doug Peterson, I remember being at the at the combine and listening to him talk about at, like what he wants to do with Trevor with, with uh, Travis Etienne, right? Um, and, and but also just understanding this is a man that ran three to four running backs when he was at Philly in that championship run. He didn't just feed the feed the rock to one man, and that's when you saw them in the third round of this year's NFL draft select Auburn running back Tank Bigsby. So as I say, is that they're going to run the ball and they're going to be versatile in it. Now you have your 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 thunder and your lightning. You know, Tank is a four 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 five guy, so he's got the speed. But Travis Etienne is a much better space player, so you know you're expecting them to to kind of be a one two punch and allow them to complement one another and help Trevor Lawrence in terms of play action. You want to get the play action game going a little bit better, but also just you know, to me the biggest thing is getting Calvin Ridley. That's what's really to me is so exciting about Trevor Lawrence's third year in the in, in the league. Getting that trade for Calvin Ridley, who when he was before the suspension, which the NFL to me, what what happened was was bogus. But you know, especially after you handed down lighter sentences to guys who did it after him the very next season, right? Um, you know, like Detroit, some of the Detroit Lion guys and stuff like that, you know, three, six games or whatever. Like this man was suspended the whole entire season. So you didn't make a president, a president with him. You really, you know, kind of like, you know, just kind of took the softer angle with the guys behind him. But uh, getting Calvin Ridley, he was one of the better receivers in the NFL, better young receivers, route runner. He's dynamic. He catches the ball well. He can run out of the slot and out wide. And I think for with, with him and Christian Kirk, who was a revelation for them, Evan Ingram uh, played well. They, they drafted Britton Strange, who's another big athletic tight end. They, I love what they've done in terms of helping Trevor Lawrence out. At the end of the day, you're getting him the weapons he needs. And I think with that in mind, absolutely. I I 100% believe that this is the year we see the breakout, where it's from start to finish. He started the season. He was okay. He wasn't bad, right? He wasn't terrible or anything like that. Like he, He was pretty solid to start the season, but he wasn't taking over games, right? You know, in the first like five to six weeks, he had like three games of less than 60% completion percentage, you know, uh, two games under 55% completion percentage. So like, that's the thing is that you see, he was still playing, you know, some efficient football, 
But then as you get down the stretch, that's when he kind of woke up, right? And and that offense started to hum more. And and, and that's why I feel like I, I think this year and he he's motivated. He, he's kind of talked about, you know, he's heard some of the shade from the, some media people and different things like that. And he's, you know, I remember, I think he made a tweet. Uh, he quote tweeted uh, some site and he was just like, yeah, ha- basically happy that football is not pay- played on paper and it's play- played on the field. So he seems very, uh, and I love that. I love the clap back mainly because you hear the noise and you let them know you hear the noise and then you go out there and perform. And, and I think this is the young man that's been on the biggest of stages in college football, right? Multiple, like I said, multiple playoff games, championship title, um, been in the brightest of lights. And he's been in the, in the brightest of lights since what, middle school, high school. They called him touchdown Jesus, for God's sake. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's a big part to everything, guys. So I, I, when I look at it, I, I absolutely believe with the, with the improved weapons, um, if I remember correctly, I think they added – a um I believe they added uh another offensive lineman they did I think it was Anton Harrison in the first round so um having more protection more weapons all of that stuff it's going to help T Law it's going to help him man it's going to help him reach new heights and, and like I said I think that that connection with him and Calvin Ridley once it really gets going it's going to be scary over there in Duval County. And then the, you put up enough, you put up the points earlier in games and allow Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen and, and that defensive line to pin their ears back and go. Pin their ears back and attack, man. The linebackers, they, they'll get downhill and start getting creative with your blitz packages and stuff like that. So I think this is I think this is a year. They are to end of the day, they are the favorite to me in the AFC South. There's no no Tennessee Titans. Trevor Lawrence is better than, than Ryan Tannehill, right? And, and and that offense for the Titans, the receiving room is not good. So I think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is in a place where and, and in a position where he truthfully can take over. And and, and now he's got, you know, he, he does have C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson, those two athletic, tight, you know, talented quarterbacks, but they're rookies. You know, they're, they're getting their first taste uh, of the league. So for 2023 especially, I think this is his division to win. I think he is in for a breakout year. So I'm keeping my eyes on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, breakout year loading. I think so. I stamped that. Breakout year loading for the third year. Former Clemson Tiger champion. But, guys, championship, you know, like I said, Trevor Lawrence has done his thing. He's done his thing. And, and, and you know, Kate Clubnick's trying to get there, right? So, how, but how can you help Kate Clubnick, right? You go on the prowl for more 2024 recruits so we have a four star defensive lineman that we're going to talk about coming up next on the brow ladies and gentlemen the clemson tigers you know who are you know as we know from all the the work that they've done over the past couple weeks have really bumped themselves up in excuse me the recruiting rankings and as as a as a result of that Bumping themselves up, like that's a good place to be. They're fourth now instead of eleventh. But you know, they, they compared to like a Georgia, they have the same amount of five stars. But Georgia has like twelve four stars, and I believe Clemson only has like uh, maybe a handful, like three or four, if I remember correctly. But looking there, I think it was uh, one dot com. So looking at this kid, Quintavious Johnson, six four, two fifty five from Atlanta, Georgia. This you know he he was here this week. Um, he's a four-star recruit per rivals. ESPN doesn't have him ranked right now. 24-7 Sports has him as a three-star. 
Uh, he, right now, he has over 20 offers, including, of course, home state Georgia, ACC uh, opponent, a couple ACC teams in, in Florida State, um, NC State, North Carolina, then, of course, SEC teams like LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, a, a South Carolina rival in actual South Carolina, and then Tennessee, amongst other FBS programs. And the crazy thing about this young man, 6'4", 255, when he came into high school initially, he was playing quarterback. He didn't move to the defensive side of the football until last season. So that is what's crazy about this with this young man. But watching this, watching you know his tape, um, he looks the part. He's tall, long arms. He, he sometimes he, he's one of those those recruits that kind of look bigger than everybody else on the field. Um, he's disruptive. He's physical. He knows how to slice and slash through gaps and shoot gaps and, and get in the backfield, create create quick penetra- penetration uh, in the run game. Um, he's he's strong. Uh, you, you see him understand how to use the arm length and the wingspan to his advantage. He sets the tone as a play where he uh, suplexes <laughs> like, like WWE or AEW. He suplexes a running back that he he ta- like he grabbed and stopped his momentum. The play was basically dead. You just see him like just pop the hips and like German suplex the kid. And I'm just like, and he got a flag for it because you can't do that. But it's just like that tone setting type of thing where it's like, especially early in games. Now you don't want to do that in college, but just the point is you got to rain it, rain it in a little bit. And I think that's just more so like the, the, the newness to playing defense is like, Oh, I get to hit people. Cause remember he's a quarter, but he was a former quarterback. So he's used to being hit. He's used to being hit. Now he's the one doing the hitting. So I think he got a little, little, um, a little ambitious, a little, 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 little overzealous, just a tad. But nonetheless, I think this young man, you know, he's he's talented. He's someone that's a little interesting because, you know, you look at 6'4", 255, and, you know, going into his senior year of high school, he's someone that I truthfully could potentially see bulking up a little bit and playing more three-tech, uh, you know, maybe some four-eye, where he's playing more reduced inside. And... You know, it just depends. Like, you know, he, he especially if he gets a growth spurt and he gets like 6'6 six, six and he's 270, 280, he, we were looking at Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech all over again. You know what I mean? Athletic freak with super long arms, big, long body, things of that nature. So he, he he's definitely a talented kid. You know, got to continue to work on his pass rush repertoire because he's new to the defensive side of the ball full time. And, and with that, you know, just there's always room for growth. And uh, I'm excited to keep track of this kid and see what's going on with him and, and, and how his um, his senior season is going. And, you know, we definitely talk about him after the season, you know, once we get into the off season, um, you know, after the 2023 season. But, you know, again, like a guy at the end of the day, especially when you think about losing Rook and Tyler Davis going, you know, to the NFL and Xavier Thomas, like, you, you know, we just lost KJ and Miles. You got to keep – you got to keep replenishing the well of talent, especially on the defensive line. Because at the end of the day, you guys know what I've told you. Games are won and lost in the trenches. So um, I'm, I'm really excited for, you know, just what they're able to do. Because, again, getting more four stars. Yeah, five stars would be great. But, you know, it's hard to, to nail ten five stars when NIL is, so, is prevalent and it's everywhere now. And some teams are just going to be able to outbid you on certain pros on certain prospects and recruits, you're not going to be able to, to win every bidding war, right? And then some kids want to stay close to home. Some kids want to get the heck away from home. You know what I mean? So it's so many different things that play a part. So yes, five stars are amazing, 
But being able to get a, a, a stronghold on four-star recruits like a Georgia, shout out to Georgia. Like I said, they have 12 right now that have been that have committed to the program for the 2024 class. Of if I remember correctly, when I looked at the at the, at the standing. So yes, like five stars are great, but you want to try and get as many four stars as possible. And again, Quintavious Johnson, 6'4, 255, Atlanta, Georgia, four-star recruit by by rivals. And I think this is a young man that you know, another. Uh, this is going to be his second full year on the defensive side of the ball full time. So, hey, that four star from Rivals could go up. Those three stars from 24-7 sports can go to four. And then for the fact that ESPN doesn't have him ranked just yet, he can end up being a, a four star recruit for them when this cycle is all said and done. But guys, as always, man, I appreciate y'all for tapping in with your boy. Uh, you know, all the love, man. You know, go and subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts and get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Guys, thank y'all so much for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every day when I drop these episodes. You're not just family. You're not just my Tiger family, but you're my everydayers. I appreciate and I love y'all. You guys are the best. Um, as always, you can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. You know what I mean? So just go f- find and follow me there, guys. Tap in with me. I interact and I talk back. But as always, uh, you know, listen, come and join the conversation again tomorrow on Happy Friday. We're going to talk about the defense and where ESPN has them ranked. It better be good. That's the only thing I can tell you. So tap back in with me tomorrow on Friday on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.